When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay. This is the question. This is your assignment for this segment on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hello. Brian's at the controls. Hello. And the question we're asking you is the following. What song is totally corny, but it absolutely slaps? Holly. Why for are we asking this question? <laughs> so I'm a power walker and I listen to music when I go on my walks you every got morning. It. It's in the mood, man. Yeah. So I put my songs on shuffle for my whole catalog. Yeah. And I've got a lot of weird songs on my uh, Apple Music right like now. Like a little present you give yourself. Like, what's next? You don't know. I don't know. Well, this morning, one of the songs that showed up in my rando shuffle was a song that is so utterly corny. But I took the time to listen to the whole thing, and it completely slaps, mm-hmm. admittedly. And that song, Colleen, is Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Yes! <laughs> that song is so Bring good. It. Took the time to listen to it. Has a great story. Has a saxophone interlude. And even, you know... It, and it, an enhancement of John Stamos. Playing percussion. Yes. I don't know if he actually <laughs> plays percussion on the recorded track, but he shows up in the music yeah, video. Yeah, it works for me. That song totally slaps. Should we listen to a little? Yeah. Dang song. I feel like every middle school show choir has performed this song, Kokomo by the Beach Boys, at least once. Well, and I, I know, I know for a fact, if you have a friend who has gone on a tropical vacation, in fact, actually right here on our show, Bradley Trainer very frequently gets on a cruise, and if he goes to any of the locations in that song, inevitably... We just sing the damn song. Thank you. (laughs) Kokomo totally slaps. Yeah. Corny as all get out. But totally slaps. Mm. 651-641-1071. What song is corny, but it absolutely slaps? Should we go to the phones? Are we ready for that, Brian? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's go to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hello. Jackie, what is that song that's super duper corny, but it totally slaps? I very much like... Billy Joel and a lot of his corny, but particularly tell her about it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it. it's, it's so, so good. I hear you, but Jackie, what you when you hit, hit the nail on the head was when you said most of his songs are absolutely corny. Yes, but they're so meaningful. Yes, <laughs> I feel that with you, Jackie. Thank you yeah. for your call. Happy Festivus. Yes, yes, you too. Thanks, Jackie. Um, you know what? It's funny because I I've I've always loved Billy Joel and um when the when the musical um the it was called um, moving out moving out and it was choreographed by 
Twyla Tharp. I was like, oh my gosh, all my worlds are colliding right now. Like one of my favorite choreographers and Billy Joel. And never did I realize how absolutely corny that music was until I was watching that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is such corny, but amazing. But slaps. It slaps. But it slaps. What about you, Colleen? Thank you for asking. Um, So earlier off the air when we were having this conversation, I tried to make Holly guess what my song was that's corny, but it slaps. Oh, man. And Holly, do you want to tell people how I tried to tip you off? Yeah, I asked Colleen the question. I'm like, well, what's your song that's corny, but slaps? And then Colleen just proceeds to slap her chest and move around. <laughs> like, I'm like, whoa, what the heck? I thought that, that was a- the universal uh, signal for Bobby McFerrin. I thought everybody knew no. when you started to slap your chest, you were talking about Bobby McFerrin. No. But this is the song, like, so corny, but absolutely slaps for me. Here's what I've learned, Colleen. <laughs> we need to do a study on the year... 1988. Oh, okay, because why? both Don't Worry Be <gasps> Happy by Bobby McFerrin and Kokomo by the Beach Boys came out in the year 1988. Quite possibly the corniest year in human existence. I I do not disagree with you. I cannot believe I did not realize that that was that those both came out the same year. Now, can we do Peak s- corny? Can we go uh can we do like a retrofit of this? Can you just come up with can you show me the not show me can you pull up the list of of most popular songs of that year and we can throw out and see there's got to be more in there uh get out of my dreams get into my my car car. that song is fantastic (laughs) by billy ocean we've got simply irresistible by robert palmer again oh banger right oh man brian if you can pull that one up oh yeah so good corny but But slaps (laughs) Okay. Um we oh, uh, also yeah. for Bradley since he's not here. Yeah. Orinoco Flow. Oh, that song that made is him cry his, in his closet. That is Bradley's signature song. It is whenever he needs to access his feelings, he goes <laughs> Enya. <laughs> Uh, okay, so 651-641-1071. What song is absolutely totally corny but it slaps? Uh Brian, do we have do do we have any music ready? Not yet. Uh, yeah, we got uh, simply irresistible. Yeah, let's listen to that. I right. love that because that does go. slap. Before we get to the people on the phones, I know we yes. got a couple people waiting, so hang on the line if you're waiting here. But just let me read you some of the year and hot 100 singles of 1988 to to uh, give evidence to the thesis peak corniness, peak corny but slapping. Uh, we've got Got My Mind Set on You oh, by George Harrison. I love that song. That's Thank the you. paper bag song that Bradley loves. Never Gonna Give You Up Never by gonna Rick give you up. Never, Never Gonna, gonna let, let You Down. down. Oh, yes. Uh, we've got Wishing Well by Terrence yes. Trent Darby. Wish me love, oh, wishing well, kiss and tell. Oh, yeah. This was a great year for corny songs. Yes. And we also have Roll With It by Steve Winwood. Roll with it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, peak corny. It really right. was. Okay, let's go to DJ. DJ is on the line. How fitting. We have a DJ on the line. Hey. Uh, hey, DJ, what's the, so- what's the song that's super corny, but it totally slaps? So, I despise country music, but I Hope You Dance by Leanne Womack. It oh. just gets me every single time. Because the words, right? Like the lyrics. It's in the best of time. Oh, oh, and when it like when it really like gets going, you're like, I do want to dance. I hope you dance. <laughs> DJ, oh, DJ, that's a good thank one. Thank you for bringing that one home for us. Yep. Uh, it is, guys. You too. Bye bye. Um, we did get a couple emails. We got this one from Taylor who said, "Nothing's gonna stop us now." By Starship. Yep. <laughs> 
She said, this was the last dance floor song at our wedding, and it was amazing. That is actually, like, that would be kind of a fun conversation to have. Like, if you had a wedding dance, what was the song that cleared the floor at the end of the night? Ours was Piano Man by Billy Joel. Oh, that's a class. And everybody, everybody at the wedding, like, people didn't even know each other. And they all had their arms around each other. And they were singing along. Swaying back and forth. Maybe they'd been drinking all night. Again, Billy Joel. Brings people together. But slaps. Slaps. Uh, and then we got this email from Brian who said Africa and other Toto songs. We can definitely get behind that on the Colleen and Bradley show. We are big Toto fans. Uh, we are the home of Toto Request Live where you have five options of Toto songs <laughs> that you can choose from and we will play them for you. Yeah. We're not doing it today, but maybe you'll get that at some point. That might be our gift to you at some point in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Uh, that was fun. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Cobra gang together. Speaking of songs that are corny but they slap um britney has some new music out on her instagram i think maybe we'll play it for you i think and maybe you want to put your dogs in a different room after this on my talk 1071 well your dreams just might come true if you are indeed dreaming of a white christmas on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom bradley trainers off holly roberts and i are here with you And uh, I do want to remind people, we do still have a host on a post. Today is the last day that you can find one of your favorite hosts on a post at mytalk1071.com. And if you do, today the host is Lori in a little elf hat. You click on her and then you enter to win $1,000. They'll be giving that away at 530 on the Lori and Julia show. Yes, and there's a clue today. There's a clue, a clue. Host Elf Lori's clue today is Lori's on a page where retails... All the rage. How on brand. Yes. And find Lori in that location. In the shopping location, the retail location. Um, Founder. Oh, look at that. Yes. So it can be done. It can be done. Holly has proven it. You might win a thousand dollars. You could win a thousand dollars. I mean, come on. Tis the season, right? What a gift would that be? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So get clicking over there at mytalk1071.com and don't click where we're telling you to click right now because we're just going to play this for you. So Britney Spears has uh, released a sample of some new music on her Instagram, oh, right, she, Holly? Yeah, she sure has. Now, uh, do we want to get the Cobra Gang together let's for do, funsies? Yes, let's do that. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double, double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra Gang. Okay, so Britney Spears, she's on her Instagram. Yes. She posted something yesterday. and uh, She posted a few things yesterday. Yeah, she did, but we're going to focus on the thing that she posted with a video of herself in the bathroom singing. Okay, she said, thank yes. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, now, Britney Spears wanted to make it clear to fans when she posted this video that she's not auditioning for anything. Mm-hmm. But she said she wanted to, quote, remind my white classy family that I haven't forgotten what they did to me, nor will I ever forget. Now, can I quickly tell you something? That There is no caption there any longer. So if that was originally a caption for this Instagram post, it is no longer present and accounted for. Well, and this is the thing with Britney Spears' Instagram lately, is mm-hmm. that she posts things, she deletes things, she edits things. It's she, all fluid. It's all fluid, yeah. just like life. Now, Britney also said that she has a new song in the works. We don't have any more details about that. But Britney is giving us a sample of some of her, her vocal prowess 
lest we forget. Now, why don't we listen to a little bit of that? Now, just, you know, relax and be open. And be open with it. Here's Britney Spears giving us a sample of her vocals while standing in her bathroom. giving us perhaps what could be new sounds from Britney There's Spears. There's a lot of soul. There's yes. a lot of soul. I got to tell you, I was listening to that. So this, you know, we have quiet mornings at the Lindstrom house. Uh, my husband is still working from home. I do a little work from home in the morning. And so we sit across the room from each other while the kids were still sleeping because they're on break. And um, I listened to that. And my husband, not able to know what I was actually listening to, was like, what the bleep is that? And I was like, that's Britney Spears in her bathroom. Uh-huh. Giving us a sample of the runs. She's doing the runs in the bathroom. Yeah. And, you know, Pepto is not going to solve that. <laughs> no. Now, that being said, the positive thing, the positive critique of Britney Spears mm-hmm. on her Instagram account is that, lest we forget, Britney Spears is a legitimate singer. She actually is. Yes. And that a lot of her music and a lot of her songs haven't showcased her true vocal prowess. She really got pushed into a, a genre that I call sexy baby that she really rolled hard with for a very long time. And I think that some of that had to do with um, her management. And this is, I mean, she is a good singer and what was happening there, I think might've been, might've benefited with uh, some backing uh, instrumentation and well, some, some vocals, like some production a little, yeah, and production, some enhancements, right? It's a little hard to listen to that raw in the bathroom, but, mm-hmm. uh, but she is actually a singer. And the thing that I, I, this is what excites me about this. Maybe excites me is not the word, but like the, the piece that like, I feel like there might be some retribution for her in is the, the ultimate middle finger to the conservatorship would be now that she has control over her life and her finances. Uh, almost, you know, they're un. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tangling the, uh, the conservatorship. The biggest middle finger to those people who made her work against her will for so long would be if she went out there, recorded a new album, maybe did a tour, maybe not. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Right. But made a ton of money because she would, because people are supporting her and took that all and was like, bye. Bye. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And also, if that's how Britney Spears wants to demonstrate her vocals, if that's the style that she wants to do, it would be a, a, a totally, not a totally, but it would be a different direction for her. Absolutely. And quite frankly, that is a very welcome thing. If that's sure. what she wants to do, let's see what Britney Spears can actually do when she is not being controlled and manipulated by outside forces right. that force her artistic creativity into certain avenues. Yeah, let's see who Britney Spears actually is. And yeah. honestly, I think that as an artist, part of the way you process the world is through whatever your art is. And she hasn't been allowed to do that for so long. So like, go girl. Yeah, get your get, bathroom get, runs. Yeah, go get your runs in the bathroom. We're here for it. Uh-huh. We support you. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. And they are abundant. Uh, we will bring you the D-bags today on the Colleen and Bradley show after this on My Talk 1071. Thanks, Brian. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Greetings. And we have some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Eric Clapton. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, I mean, I know we don't talk about him a lot as a D-bag, but I mean. I mean, he deserves that. He does not look wonderful tonight. (laughs) No, he does not. For any number of reasons. Right. We could go off. Yes, but we're going to try to keep it. We're keeping it focused. Yeah, thanks. If you want to know why Eric Clapton is really, really, really a D-bag, I invite you to go to the Googs. Head up the Googs. Head up the Googs and you'll find that. Uh, but today, specifically, uh, there is a story about why Eric Clapton is my D-bag of the day. And it, and it has to do with a lawsuit okay. that Eric Clapton pursued against a woman in Germany for putting up a bootleg CD of a 1980s Eric Clapton concert up for sale on eBay. Eric Clapton didn't like this. Eric Clapton decided to sue. Eric Clapton actually won this lawsuit, but it is so... Flippin' petty, this lawsuit. So let me describe Why am I not surprised? Because he's a D-bag. Exactly. (laughs) Because he's a D-bag, Eric Clapton. Mm. So the woman in Germany had been ordered to pay about $4,000 after a judge ruled that she had infringed Eric Clapton's copyright by trying to sell a more than 30-year-old CD, which her late husband had purchased at a department store for a about 10 euros, roughly $11.20. Okay. This disc was removed from eBay after a day and was not actually sold. So it was like so nothing a, actually happened. So like she ceased and desisted. She ceased and desisted. <laughs> she did all the things. She did it all. She did it all. But Eric Clapton still decided to sue her anyways. And then won the suit. And then the woman 
was ordered to pay $4,000 for putting this CD up on eBay for a day than taking it down. That is just gross. That is gross. Yeah. That's nasty. Eric Clapton, you're a D-bag. They actually, they being Eric Clapton Mm -hmm. and his representatives, actually had a moment of clarity because what they're saying is that they're not going to have the woman pay Okay, so that is like a level of grudgery that I just can't. <laughs> I can't petty. live it's, like that. That is no. petty. Th- yeah. That is, you are inviting just, you are inviting um, bad things into your life. If you walk around with that kind of a chip on your shoulder, that you are going to nickel dime some woman who is of no actual consequence to you. Yeah. For selling something on eBay that you are going to try to take $4,000, which, by the way, Eric Clapton is pennies to you. Also, this, Colleen, get this. Besides ordering this woman to pay court costs and both sides legal fees. Oh, by the way, Brando woman, you got to pay multi-million dollar rock superstar Eric Clapton's fee. The court also ruled that if she were to relist, relist that bootleg CD on eBay, she could face six months in prison. Now, her attorney said that they intended to appeal this verdict. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. Uh But also, again, like this is a chip on your shoulder, Eric Clapton, that you this doesn't say anything about her. She did exactly what you asked her to do. You know, she put it up there, probably not thinking it was a big deal. Uh huh. She was asked to take it down. She did. Yup. But you still need to punish her? I just, I don't understand that. Yeah, and that Eric Clapton's management team basically, like, we're like, this isn't a good look for us. Yeah, because it's not. Yeah, because it's not. (laughs) But you went ahead and you followed through with this lawsuit anyways. You know what you could have done? You could have said, wow, I don't want to look like a petty jerk. Yeah. Maybe we're just going to stop this. But no, they followed through they completed the assignment. Mm-mm. Now they look like complete and utter jerks. Now, this statement, according to Eric Clapton's management, uh, some of the highlights include, well, you know, Eric Clapton decided not to take any further action and does not intend to collect the costs awarded to him by the court. So he's not going to take that oh, $4,000. Yeah, no. And he also hopes that the individual will not herself incur any further costs. Now, let's break down that sentence. Yeah. He hopes the individual will not herself incur any further costs. So sorry, honey, all the court fees and other things yeah. you had to pay. I mean, that's fine, but we hope. Yeah, which fingers that, crossed. Fingers crossed that you don't have to actually pay any more money to oh. fight this lawsuit. But you know, if you do, it's not our problem. That's gross. It's gross. It's nasty. Eric Clapton, again, I invite you, if you have some free time, over the holiday yeah. weeks and you find yourself still saying that you're a fan of Eric Clapton. Yeah. I invite you to dig into the history of Eric Clapton that goes back decades. Yeah. You, and also very recently. And you will find Eric Clapton's various D bag positions mm-hmm. on many things. Yeah. Eric Clapton. <sighs> you do not look wonderful. Tonight. You do not look wonderful tonight at the very least. Thank That's you. nasty. Yes. Thank you. I'm not here for that. No, I'm not here for that. You nasty or Clapton. <sighs> you nasty. Go away. Mm. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Who's Bye-bye. your D-bag, Colleen? Wheel of Fortune.
<laughs> what is that? What, what did they that? do to you? What did they do to you? I, I mean, just, again, I, just, I invite uh, Pat Sajak, not my favorite not human my being fave. on the planet. That's but neither listen, here nor there. I actually don't think it's his fault. I, I would actually say that this is a fault in the rule makers for Wheel of Fortune. Um, Listen, it is hard enough to win a lot of money on a game show, as it is. Mm-hmm. But when the clock is ruling against you, that's just Rudy Tuesday. So this <laughs> happened on, I don't know what day, Tuesday. On Tuesday's episode of Wheel of Fortune, Charlene Rubush had made it all the way to the bonus round, okay? So that's when you like get you spin the wheel, you do the thing and then you get to R S T L E R S T L N E. Thank you. Mm-hmm. R S T N L E. You get those letters and then you get to choose your letters that you want and then the and then Vanna White who knows what to do when things are glowing turns them on mm-hmm. and then you see the puzzle and then if you solve it within a certain amount of time, then you win. Well, ironically, the puzzle was choosing the right words and, or sorry, choosing the right word. And as Charlene Rubish was answering this question, she got choosing the right out of her mouth mm-hmm. and then the buzzer buzzed as she was saying word. And guess what? No, she didn't win. They did not let her win. Denied. Rude. That is very rude, Uh, Wheel of Fortune. And it was on Tuesday, so I can actually accurately say that was a Rudy Tuesday. Do you want me to play the clip? Please. Thank you, Brian. Yes. All right, here we go. What are you doing is the category. You have 10 seconds to try to talk it out. Good luck. Choosing the right card. Choosing the right... Word. You know, this one's tough because you you said all the right words, including the word word, but... As you know, it's got to be more or less continuous. We'll, uh, we'll allow for no! a little pause. No, 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 that's rude. Oh, that's rude. She said that before the buzzer. Yes. Yeah, went that's... off. She said that she got robbed. And I she say did that get as robbed. a person sometimes. I know I host Throwback Holly, Live at 245. Holly got off her chair and walked around the room and is back to the microphone. <laughs> that's because, how angry she is right because now. Because it was so obvious. Look, I know I host a inconsequential game at it the end of the show. It is very consequential. It's not. It's not. <laughs> totally not. It's not. <laughs> totally not whatsoever. <laughs> I know sometimes I get it wrong because sure. I'm a human being. And sometimes I say Colleen buzzed in first and when actually it was Bradley and vice versa. Right. I'm only human. That was egregious. Mm. She got robbed. She said word and then it buzzed right after she said it. Isn't that terrible? That is rude. It's so bad. And people are not happy. Pat Sajak, you are on people's you-know-what list. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean naughty. I just, that's so, I can't even. Well, did Wheel of Fortune make any kind of no. official statement yes. regarding this? Uh, no. Did they? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I was just so angry. It's so stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there, I mean, like, pe- fans are understandably upset. They're like, this is not okay. She won that Audi. Uh, she answered the phrase within the time frame allowed. You have hidden rules. F- fake show. I'll never watch again. <laughs> Unless she gets the Audi and the rules change. No, they they haven't really said anything. Uh, ever, but but the hues and cries of the uh, public have been heard. I believe. Mm-hmm. I just. Send again, it to the Wheel of Fortune complaint line. Right. I just don't understand. Like. 
you know, I've seen this happen on Jeopardy before. Not this exact thing, but like I've seen them on Jeopardy have to come back after a break and reverse a ruling. And, you know, they're very adult about it. I just think they can't be adults on Wheel of Fortune. Well, now we know that that game show is the official game show of Petty Quarter Junction. Thank you. I see you. Also, no, I'm not. Yes, I am. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. it. I think that um, while mildly entertaining, I think Wheel of Fortune is like the easiest game show on the planet. Like I do you don't really need special skills. So, thus I don't find it very impressive. That's all. That's all. Listen, I watch it. I'm not going to pretend like it's not on in my kitchen when I'm cooking. It is. Oh, I don't even watch it. So. I don't like act. Nope, that's not my show. But je- if you want to get smart, watch Jeopardy. Mm. I'm just saying you can learn things from Jeopardy. I'm a, I'm also just very I'm a very I'm a Jeopardy um, I'm committed well, I mean, to is, Jeopardy. Yeah, there is something to be said. You might a little this or that. Mm-hmm. You're either a Jeopardy person or, or you're a, a wheel, wheel person. person. Yeah. 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 And you can be both sometimes. But she should have won that car. Yeah, she should have. Yeah, that, um, that was rude. Yeah, rude. All right. When we return. Oh, geez, Holly. I didn't. I just am so I'm so grateful that you got as angry as you should have. I have never seen. She kicked her chair and like marched across the room because it was so clear listening to that clip that Brian played. It was rude. That was rude. 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 When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, look who has reared his ugly rear again. The beehole center. We've talked about him in the past on this show. You may not remember him. We'll reacquaint you to him. Uh, he's our D-bag double down today. Uh, hear what he's trying to get us all to do when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. All right, everybody. I have a joyful update for you on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley, trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Uh-huh. Brian is at the controls. Uh, we were getting a bunch of phone calls, and I was like, okay, either people are angry with me because I said Wheel of Fortune is not a good show, I mean. or there's something important that we need to know. And as it turns out, there was something very important that we needed to know. And that important piece of information is that Audi has decided that she really deserved that car. And so they're giving her a car. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy that Audi, Charlene, but I will also now piggyback on that story by telling you the New York Post um, is trash because they did not proofread their story on this before they put it out. And her last name is Rubush, R-U-B-U-S-H. And um, they allowed that to autocorrect to rubbish. So they call her Charlene Rubbish. Yeah, look, I know that everyone, maybe the proofreader is on vacation and taking Could some be. holidays. Could be. But, and they had to push the story out because yeah. this is big news. But you got to cross the T's <laughs> and dot the lowercase J's. And spell her name correctly. Yes. Anywho, uh, an Audi spokesperson uh, told the Post, Audi has been in touch with Charlene and they'll be gifting her the Audi Q3 that she narrowly missed on Tuesday's episode of Wheel of Fortune. Uh, In the spirit of the holidays, we are thrilled to gift Charlene with an all-new Audi Q3. Uh, And uh, congratulations to her. She she earned it as far as I'm concerned. And also, Audi, congratulations to you on the extra promotion. Well, that's fantastic. I know. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Okay. Now, 
I wanted to move over here uh, and talk about a person who we have met in the past on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, let's execute a little uh, D-bag double down here. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. If I say the name Troy Casey to you, Holly, I know that that name will ring a bell for you. Mm-hmm. But to our listeners, they might go, why would I know Troy Casey? Well, here's something you can't forget. We've talked about Troy Casey in the past because Troy Casey uh, was um, promoting a behavior that he believed was the most direct way to get vitamin D into your body. And that was to show your back door. We call it the doorbell. Yup. Bing bong. Bing bong. To the sunshine. Uh, and he would lay spread eagle um, booty to the sky. And allow the sun to shine where the sun don't usually shine. Beauty in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he showed that on his Instagram account. Yes. He was not shy about it. Now, it was censored because it's social media and you can't show your actual back door. Yes. Um, So anyway, this is how he garnered attention to begin with. Well, he's back. He's Uh, back and he has a new disgusting thing he'd like us all to try. Why? I I wish I knew. All right. Listen, but it is a slow news week, and that's how we get these stories, okay? Because it is a barren wasteland in entertainment news. Great. So we get Backdoor Sunshine Guy. We do. And (laughs) um, what we get of Backdoor Sunshine Guy is the news that um, he credits his looks and his physique and his youthful appearance to... Drinking his own number one. Yep. No, you got a buzz for that, Brian, please. (laughs) He says. That's nasty. It is nasty. Oh, that's nasty. He says, and I quote, 55-year-old Troy Casey, who, by the way, used to be a model for Versace back in the 80s and 90s before he became a life coach who promoted rear sunning. Wow, good for him. He said, quote, I drink my own urine every morning. I call it the hair of the dog. Uh, he, uh, said that it wasn't as bad as the mental barrier in my own mind. He says of the first time he tried it, I felt a cool buzz intuitively and it just felt good. I drank it on and off for a while from there. Uh, but now he said back in 2008, he started doing this on the daily and he hasn't looked back. He even completed a seven day urine fast. No, I know. No, I feel like I learned in, uh, in, high school biology that this is actually like you can do that only for a certain amount of time in an emergency situation i mean if i'm like in the desert all a bugs bunny yeah because i turn left at albuquerque and i lost my way Mm -hmm. maybe maybe then yes critical life or death yes but only for a short period of time because the more you it's like a filtering situation, right? Yes. Yeah, toxic, the, right? Yeah, the yeah. more, and not like Britney Spears toxic. No. No, the more <laughs> it goes through you, the more uh, concentrated it is, the more concentrated it is, the more toxic it is. Um, anyway, whatever he says, he's cultivated his own and fermented it in sealed mason jars for two weeks before he transfers it into his damn near killed him. Hmm. Again, we're we're dealing with the back door again. Mm. Um, he uh, he calls those. I'm, I can't even. I can't. I I can't get this disgusting. Just know he does gross stuff. 
yeah. with his gross stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says that this is what uh, he credits with his six pack. Okay. And he's Stop flushed it. his gut out by doing this. Stop it. Um, yep. And he also uses it as moisturizing, as moisturizer. No, 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 no. He says it's no. euphoric and anti-aging. No. I believe that is cap, as the kids say. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, explain, <laughs> explain to me what the children mean by cap. So, so cap means like it's false or not true. Yep. So it's confusing. It's like fiction and nonfiction. Yes. So Because no cap means no cap, that's, that's a fact. That's factual. Yes. So that's, yes. my kids always have to say, mom, straight facts, no cap. Because I, if they just say no cap, I'm like, I don't remember if that's true or false. Or straight facts, no printer. Oh, there that's a new one, too, that they do. Copy, paste. They'll do that one Copy to me, too. Paste, yeah. yep. <laughs> Hi, Hals. Holly's <laughs> <laughs> like these children. I love the youth, and I love yes. your slang. Yes. Tell me more about it. <laughs> Hello, fellow children. Hello, <laughs> I like to know. Slap that fact. Yes. Any whoosie whatsie. Uh, don't, kids, if you're listening, don't do this. Don't listen to this guy. Don't listen to this guy. Don't listen to this guy, because he's just, uh, uh, um... He's snake oil he's salesman. He's selling some stuff. He's, he's selling some man. stuff. No, seriously. Like, no, look, he really here's, is. Here's the deal with this. Yeah. If it's too good to be true, mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. too good to be true. Now, this guy is like a lot of people who are over on the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. What is it? Caps? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to say. Cap. cap. That's cap. cap. That's cap. That's cap. Meaning... This guy is cap. Mm-hmm. This yes. guy is trying to sell you some stuff because it's like, look like me. All you have to do is drink your pee. Wow, Holly, that could be a slogan. <laughs> I would communicate that to him, but I don't even want to give this guy the time of day. Right. I don't even want to give you his Instagram handle because this person wants attention. Yeah. And what you do to a person like this is you do not give them attention. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that, oh, yeah, this is all just a, just MLM. Yeah, he's selling his stuff. MLM. Also, and he's, well, I'm not even going to get, because he has some beliefs and some thoughts, and if you, you let your fingers do the walking, you'll figure it out. Yeah, but, you hit up the goobs. Yeah, yeah the, hit up you, the goobs. The Google. Yeah, because he, but he, what he wants you to know is that your body has all its own natural he- healing properties, and you can rely on what your body provides in order to heal your own body, to which I would say, no. Right? Like cap. 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 <laughs> like, so yeah, sometimes, cap? like, sometimes, yeah, like a scab will heal itself. Sure. Yeah. But not everything is like that, no. man. And there's like stuff and no. no. Your whole body is not a scab that it Thank can just you. heal itself. I'm sad that the news cycle was slow and we had to be reminded that this I am person too. exists. So I let am us too. forget. Let us move forward. But you can listen to the podcast if you want to be reminded. Uh, When we come back, though, listen to our take on The Matrix. Whoa. Stay tuned for that after this.